balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I love it. I have gotten so much energy, and I feel great. This balance of nature has changed my life. I had absolutely no energy. I started taking the fruits and veggies, and I just felt better and better and better, and my strength is just so improved. I haven't felt this good in 10 years, I'm telling you. Balance of Nature is the best product I ever took in my whole entire life. So I just wanted to tell you how wonderful your product is. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Kate. Lord, give us enough caffeine to change the things we can and handfuls of sedatives to understand the mind of a liberal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Even if you live alone, I would wear a mask in the house especially in the shower, because frankly, droplets can make the way through the drain and come up through somebody else's toilet, infecting them with COVID. Uh, Ballpark in two to five to 20 years, we can start thinking about considering the idea of pondering the thought of conceptualizing the possibility of maybe, perhaps, reopening, but probably not. <laughs> oh, the guy's name is Jeff. All you have to do is go to YouTube, look up Jeff Parody Fauci. Oh, he's got so many good ones. Sounds just like him, too. I know, he really does. Uh, that's about how it is, though. He thinks of himself as a god. Fauci yep, does. He does. Most of America thinks he's... Fengala, you know, our own Mengala. He is a, um, he's a parasite, just like all of them are. Yep. Total parasite lion hack. Um, but let this sink in. For the first time in human history, we can transmit a disease 
that we don't know we have <laughs> to those who are actually immunized against it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's pretty sad, actually. It really is. I mean, it says a lot about where we're at as a society right now. Um, let's take a caller, shall we? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Okay. Hi there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so glad you didn't say happy holidays. <laughs> I'd have to hang up on you. Never. I love it will, it. Those words will never come from my mouth. <laughs> um, you know, Chuck Baldwin, who you interviewed, yeah, he's great. he said in his newsletter today, mm-hmm. and it really stuck with me, he said that in the court of heaven, Gates, Fauci, all those guys have already been indicted. Okay, even though they haven't been indicted it's a great in, statement. on the earthly court. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. They haven't been sentenced yet, but mm-hmm. that's not why I called. Okay. I want to throw something out there kind of speculative. Okay. But I think, and I want to kind of throw this out and get y'all's feedback, and, mm-hmm. and maybe even you reach out to some of your doctor friends and stuff like that. But sure. if this drip system is going to slowly dismantle our immune systems, Mm-hmm. Is it possible that at some point people will start testing positive for HIV? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the clue would be if we start seeing, you know, the powers that be start um, saying, "Oh, the HIV tests are not really reliable anymore," and stuff like that. You really can't right. count on them, and stuff like that. I might be way out in outer space on that, but I'm just wondering if that's something that could be kind of a marker that we could see mm-hmm. with people to show that this is really, truly dismantling our immune system, which it I believe shock it me. Yeah. You know what? You bring up such a great point because we've talked about drip system. We've had this insane gut feeling since the beginning that it always had to be multiple shots. And when I mean multiple, hospital administrations are already coming out in email saying there's going to be shots every few months. That's a kind of a scary thought oh, with yeah. their own crystal ball, right? Knowing that every few months you've yep. got to have another shot. So it has to be a drip system. And it does make sense of what you're saying is um, the destruction of our immune system. What did Dr. David Martin say? What was one of the most important things that he said in my two-hour interview with him? Was that at some point we will be begging them to give us yep. AI systems inside our body to help shore us back up again because we'll be desperate to feel good again and to feel healthy again. Right? Exactly. He's, he's always and that right. Just floored me I know. when I heard that. I know. I'm sure. Me too. It did me yeah. too because I thought, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll invite others to, to chime in on this. I mean, I think you have a very valid, great point and it needs to be discussed. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Appreciate it. In fact, you know, when it, so there's two things. Dr. David Martin. He was that that moment that he said that really hit me hard. And I thought, oh, my gosh, we would be begging for CRISPR. We would be begging for gene editing because what do they do? What are they good at? They're good at creating a problem in which they serve up the solution. If that's what they're good at, this is the problem. The solution will be gene editing by volunteering for it, wanting it, begging for it, paying for it, right? Mm-hmm. Because our immune systems are so far in the gutter that we'll beg to feel good. And I think Dr. David Martin was right. And on the flip side of that, having Judy Mikevitz on the show and Judy saying, you know what? It's a mysomatic 
that HIV, mice leukemia, all of those things are in all of these shots now because the regulations were taken off the shots. They were they were they were bad before, but the regulations were taken off. They could put anything in those shots and get away with it. Now, not get sued. I don't know if there's really any connection here or not, but mm-hmm. I want to throw this out there the way Mike just asked his question. Okay. Shingles was first connected to chickenpox in 1953. Okay. And shingles is a is a disease that actually hits immune compromised people. Mhm. So maybe that was part of early research on maybe just what's going on. That's interesting. You know why that's interesting? Okay. <laughs> because I was up this was like 2 in the morning last night and I was looking at cancer rates, okay? Mm-hmm. All since 1900 this is so fascinating. So in 1900, it was like below 18,000. Okay. Um, I think it's per a, a million people or something like that. I mean, let me look, I'm going to look at the stat, but, but it was very, very low. And the reason I say that is because I was tracking sort of what the numbers would be. Okay. Per 100,000. So it was uh, very low and the numbers stayed low and they used to say, it was just, you know, it was cancer, and so it was uh, uh, extremely, well, just extremely low, under 100,000. 100, okay. So as, it, as they introduced pharma in a really big way after mm-hmm. World War II, you saw the numbers shift and climb through the roof, okay? So the steady climb between 1900 and 1940, you always saw a steady climb, but it was more minute and it stuck to around the same numbers because you could see population increase. So you knew it was increasing, you know, the cases are going to increase, right? That made sense. But when you get to 1940 and you're looking at at these low numbers of 18,000 and all of a sudden you're looking into the, into the nineties and you're seeing 500,000 people with cancer. (laughs) That is a lot of cancer and a lot of death. That mm-hmm. is a lot of death to cancer. And so in a world, I feel like the movie guy, in a world, in a world where we have more technology, more help, more everything, right? We can see all the things we can see now and do all the things we can do. Why did cancer go through the roof from the 1940s on? And you have to go back to that question of if Hitler wanted people dead, why did he experiment on so many? Because they were growing pharma. They were using them as guinea pigs. We're being used as guinea pigs right now in the absolute dissemination of our immune system. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to introduce CRISPR. They're, gonna, they're really going to introduce it on a large scale, gene editing. And that's also a component in the shots as well. Nanoprocessors, as that scientist yesterday was talking about. All they have to do now. See, they've got the public's mentality mm-hmm. set. People are afraid of this ridiculous Mm -hmm. thing that's hardly killing anybody. But what if they now introduce something that really started killing a lot of people? Like smallpox? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, instead of a 99.7% survival Mm -hmm. rate, it dropped to maybe a 72% survival rate. Then we'd be begging for the vaccine. Then we'd be begging for everything. No, you're right on that. And here's the deal, too. I wanted to mention this. In 1979, they were up already over 400 deaths, 400,000 deaths for cancer. Now think about that. Just decades before that, they were at like 18,000. Okay. That's a 
pretty big jump. And that yeah. is not due to, you know, the implosion of, of population because it, it steadily rose. I'm talking about big, huge gaps and big, huge jumps. And what did they give out? Polio infected, infected polio. Right. And so you have this really overall drip system going into us through these shop programs that were not needed because we absolutely have good sanitation, right? So we don't need vaccines at this point in time. We have good toilets and we have good sanitation. You do not need vaccinations at this point in time. They just can't grow that much. And all the things that they said we needed vaccines for were only affecting such a minute part of society. 13,000 here, 10,000 here was like absolutely hardly anything, but they drove up the fear factor. And what have we ended up with since pharma, the vaccine programs and everything else, a lot more cancer and a lot more deadened immune systems, right? Yeah. So now we're on steroids in this drip program, the drip program that's been going on a very, very long time. This is what I was thinking about last night as I was falling asleep. I know I had the greatest dreams. Felt so safe and secure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's scary to think about. We've been on a drip system for about six decades without really realizing it because we were sold a, a, a box of rocks that it was good for us. But we have nothing but... The implosion of cancer, the implosion of autoimmune, the implosion of childhood cancer. How much childhood cancer do you think there actually was in the year 1900? Zero. I mean, isn't it amazing that we deal with all the childhood cancers? I was just listening to another childhood cancer ad on the break. I mean, it's really sad and pathetic. Why do you think that's going on? There's always a cause and effect. And all we have is worse health. We are on the drip system of our lives, you guys. When you start thinking about the his, history of pharma, uh-huh. and you look at some of these statistics, they're amazing. The last rubella outbreak in the United States was 1964-65. Mm-hmm. Twelve and a half million people only right. got rubella. That's it. That's it. Around the world. Out yeah. of that, 11,000 pregnant women lost their babies mm-hmm. when they had it. Yeah, we have more abortion than that. Right. So, mm-hmm. 2,100 newborns died, uh-huh. and 20,000 babies were born with congenital rubella syndrome. But no adults died of it. Yeah. And the babies hadn't been vaccinated. Right. So what did the vaccine actually help? Yep, and they insist upon it, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, you have to have us it. these vaccines, pertussis, diphtheria. I mean, it's the same kind of story. If you go back and actually do the research, the numbers are very low, just like skin cancer. Skin cancer numbers were really low, despite the fact that 95% of us farmed 100 years ago and were outside all the time with no sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Then in the 1970s, they declared sunscreen as something that was recommended by the AMA, that evil little AMA. And guess what, folks? It went through the roof. It went from one in 100,000 to 43 in 100,000 people. And that truly is amazing when you look at the fact that the only thing that changed was them recommending sunscreen, commercials that recommended sunscreen, everyone recommending sunscreen at every single turn. And voila, we have skin cancer through the roof. Hmm. You can't ignore this. You can't ignore the facts. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. 